What is going on, FTI community? It is the K-A-P-A-A-M-A-T-T, and welcome back to yet another session of the In Your Studio podcast. And joining me like every other week, I have my wonderful co-host, Will. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing today, Matt? How was your week? Man, let me tell you, the weekend felt like one long day because last Friday, as FTI community members know, Tears of the Kingdom for the Nintendo Switch came out, and I have absolutely lost all sense of time with it. Um, everybody was like, it was Mother's Day on Sunday. No, it was my <laughs> off day from work, and I was playing Tears of the Kingdom all oh, day. Man. So much so, I had to buy two copies just in case that first one breaks. One's um, for the mom. One is for the mom. Actually, when I gave it to my brother as a gift, I said, Happy Mother's Day. Thank you for everything <laughs> you do for me. And then uh, 20 minutes later, it's like 11 o'clock at night. He's playing it. One hour later, he Snapchatted me. He's like, yo, I didn't know you could do this. Because he went into the game completely blind. Um, and yeah. then the next the next morning, it was like 8 or 9 a.m. And he's he's just on on Nintendo Switch. He uh, FaceTimes me at like 12 o'clock that day. He's like, yo, so how do I do this? And to know <laughs> that like a guy like my brother who played the ever-living shit out of Breath of the Wild is enjoying tears of the kingdom which kind of seems like he's enjoying it more it's made the experience that much more worth it uh for those unaware actually for those americans who think 79.99 is too much for a video game, oh no us canadians have been paying that for quite some time i want to say we've been paying that for about four to five years yeah so tears of the kingdom comes to a hundred dollars after tax plus the amiibos Plus the amiibo I bought today because I found the Twilight Princess amiibo. Nintendo has literally got my bank in and my bank card because all I'm able to do is buy Nintendo products in <laughs> Zelda. And speaking of that, we've added another Nintendo Switch to the family. Um, Danielle has been wanting to play Mario Kart, so but I've been wanting to play Zelda. So she stuck it to me and went out and bought a Switch of her own. And now she has Mario Kart and she has Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> but that just means more tears of the kingdom for me yeah win-win it's a win-win and i uh i kind of sat there on sunday evening and i said oh fuck we have a week of content to create and edit and put together like oh fuck i better get to my computer oh, yeah so that brings us to this week's session where we have the electronic music artist extraordinaire shout out to entity for that word because every time he hits it in a newsletter it is <laughs> chef's kiss we have Mindy on the podcast this week. Uh, Mindy is an FTI community artist who has been a part of the community for, I want to say, the better half of two years. And it has been such a pleasure getting to watch him evolve, not only as an artist, but as a creator as well. Um, in this conversation, we're going to kind of discuss his origins as an artist, mm -hmm. especially how he was able to turn a PlayStation microphone recording into collaborating with some of his idols, such as Panda Eyes. And just like, the monumental milestones he's achieved over time, all the streams he gets, all the love he gets, all the fans that have been joining over time. We break down absolutely everything. Uh, the FTI community is in for one hell of a session, just like the other seven that come before this. But Mindy session, if you listen to Keeping You, if you listen to Red House, if you listen to Face Tattoos, you get to learn about the man behind the music. Uh, but before we get into there, what happened last week, Will? Last week, we were joined by the hosts of Good Morning, Artie and Grayson. Um, 
the amount of joy that we got kind of from that session it was very a very very um fun funny session it was pretty uh, a lot of laughs going on as uh, you would have garfield heard. yeah garfield <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it was really really good one there it was a really fun one um bit more loose uh we were able to kind of break down our favorite moment moments across um kind of all the good mornings there uh hear about their favorite moments kind of learn about kind of more of them and how they kind of got to where they were and the paths that they kind of want to take to get to where they're going kind of focusing a lot on their content um and twitch as well it was a big one for us there um that was kind of it um but yeah, we can definitely kind of, you can go check them out there basically every week on our Instagram as well as Twitter. And with that being said, I think it was really cool to give Grayson like his first, like to my knowledge, like his first like interview or like yeah. first like time to like talk because he's such an interesting person with one magnificent voice. And you could <laughs> tell for that whole hour conversation, we got to talk to him. He had such a great time. Yeah. Um, I've known Grayson for years, but like watching him, as you said, like it was a loose session. Like we were all enjoying it. Yeah. I think my takeaway from that session will just be about how much fun Grayson had. Uh, so yeah, as Will mentioned, definitely check out Good Morning every single Monday mm -hmm. or Tuesday on our Instagram hub where we highlight <laughs> or Tuesdays, you know, like <laughs> life's busy sometimes, as long as it's we're all busy. as long as it's before Wednesday. Um yeah, and going from that, before we get into this podcast, Will, there is one more thing we got to cover. Do you know what that is? Mm, let me guess. Are we finally announcing the winner? We are indeed announcing the winner of the FTI three-year giveaway. Um, a few weeks back, we launched a FTI giveaway, of course, duh, uh, where the winner, <laughs> <laughs> where the winner uh, would be able to choose an item from the FTI merch hub. And with over 55 entries and so many, so many moments shared from FTI community's members' favorite events, such as the newsletter, Sizzling Summer Series, the Persona Rumble was on there quite a bit. That's amazing. Mm -hmm, I do mm -hmm. know Entity was probably smiling ear to ear at that. It is time <laughs> to announce the winner. And as I go to my makeshift Google Chrome tab over here to announce the winner, here we go. Let's get a little bit of uh, desk drum rolls, please. Oh, are you rolling it now? I am rolling it right now. Let's go. So the winner is going to be Donald. No what? way. So the top five were Donald at number one. Marchin was number two. Marchin was number three. Cody Drake was number four. And Emerson Corleone was number five. That is incredible. I'm going to screen cap that after we uh, are finished recording this cold open here. Congratulations, Donald. I honestly am so thrilled that you're Congrats. able to take an item from the Merch Hub. Uh, thank you for absolutely everything you do and all the motivation and love you sent to us. Um, it's really cool how, how we've been able to get to know you over the last year and a bit. Uh, so this prize is going to someone who is well-deserved of it. Uh, so when you hear this part of the podcast, please send either myself or anybody enough to add crew a message, and we will tell you how you can redeem that. Um, moving from that, as I mentioned, with over 50 entries, it is criminal that this is our first giveaway in a while. So there's definitely going to be more to follow up this year. Um, and one last thing before we head into Mindy's podcast session, we recorded this session in early April with him. So there's a few things that he talked about, such as his track with Clover's, um, 
how he was releasing a track really soon. I do want to mention that that track is already released. It is What to Do Now. And then he kind of also mentions he's talking about an EP. That EP is actually the bittersweet EP that he announced last week in real time. Uh, just so like nobody's confused, like, oh, what's coming up? Like, this is already released. He's already released What to Do Now with Bittersweet around the corner. I gotta go get a drink of water. So without any further ado, FTI community, let's travel into the studio of Mindy. FTI community, right here, right now, we are joined by the music artist who continues to evolve both his style and his sound with over 20,000 daily listeners on Spotify and thousands more across the world. We are joined by Mindy. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Of course, like I'm very glad that this is happening, especially because as I was mentioning to Nintendo, we mentioned this idea last summer. So to know it's actually here as well to record with you and kind of break down you and your career. I'm very excited for this. Well, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Super excited to get into it. A lot to learn and I'm really like down for it. Let's get going. I actually want to start off at the very beginning prior to the Spotify prior to Apple Music. I want to go to your SoundCloud days. Mm. uh like like traveling from the kids see ghosts but i see demons remix and then kind of traveling to the present day where you've kind of built a discography that houses so many different types of sounds with songs such as keeping you what to do now your natural gift of sound with the music you create whether it be edm inspired or pop inspired is impeccable but for those who have not got the opportunity to listen to you or kind of hear your side of the story who is mindy um well first of all thank you for for saying that um but yeah I, I would just say i'm i'm an artist that just tries to really not be put in in any box per se for like style and genre because i just kind of put out whatever i think is good you know like i think a lot of artists have their specific lane and um at this point it's like i don't even know if my method is like a good like business practice for like trying to grow because I'm just like all over the place. But um it's just really what I enjoy doing the most with music is is being open to just do anything and work with any artist. And I strive to just be good at making like any kind of genre or style. So that's that's usually my main focus with making new things that's really interesting do you find i'm just curious do you find that like it's a bit harder to kind of like uh what's the word um when you have all these ideas and like different like genres kind of in like going do you find it like a bit difficult to kind of stay focused on something or do you find it like more beneficial to kind of be more open like that um yeah that's a good point like it it can get kind of convoluted sometimes like especially if there's just like multiple projects going at once and then you have like all these different kind of styles and you're going back and forth. It's like you kind of have to go back into that mindset you were in when you started a certain thing and, um, and try and, you know, keep it going in that same vibe instead of like veering off to something weird. But, um, but yeah, like I feel like I work in chunks in that way where it's like I'll work on a bunch of music that is a similar style and then maybe do something else, but then kind of just keep in mind that I might um, release them like staggered out or something like that. 
And like as like Wednesday says with that too, like you have the ear for sound. Uh, when he was kind of uh, talking about you and the collaboration you guys had in late 2022, uh, mm-hmm. he did just say he's like you have you have the ear for sound. You know what sounds good. You know what needs to go where. Uh, so with that being said, uh, to kind of tie it in, what genre would you say you attach yourself to the most, or do you kind of enjoy being known for your adaptability? I I would just say that like underneath it all it just goes back to electronic like electronic music is my my main wheelhouse you know like that is what i've always been making like from the get-go in 2015 when i started like that's what i was doing as as kind of bad and stripped back as it was it, it was still just always electronic music and so you know that's still always gonna be part of my music no matter what like even if i make a super kind of acoustic or or kind of like more alternative rock song like it is still an electronic song you know like that is always a a big part of what i do just because that's how i work on everything yeah that makes sense um i would kind of when we were kind of like looking into it what caught our eye the most um started to make music basically with the playstation microphone wrapped in a yamaha keyboard yeah. uh, and put it on um using audacity it's very very like kind of like um ragtag of equipment to kind of get it to go in there um what were you th- what do you think what do you think were like the biggest challenges kind of including that in starting when you started to like in the early days making music um Man, I don't know. It was really just, like you said, it was just kind of like trying to make do with what I had. And um, I just remember, like, I think the the keyboard I was using was like this big, clunky, like Yamaha keyboard that had all these integrated sounds in it. Like it wasn't like a MIDI thing. So I just, I just had that. And I think I got that when I was probably like 11 or something, like way before I ever started trying to like make music on the computer. And then, and then in 2015, I just was listening to like a lot of electronic music, a lot of artists on SoundCloud. And I just really wanted to start trying to make something for myself. And so... But, you know, I just had to use what I had. And it's like all I had was this keyboard and then my my laptop at the time. And and then, like, the only microphone I would have had, which would have been that, like, PlayStation mic. And so, and then, yeah, it was just, like, figuring out a way to make something on the computer with what I what I had. And it ended up being just, like, the most ridiculous, like, way of trying to record anything obviously yeah definitely i actually uh, i remember being a kid and uh wanting to talk to my friends on like play while playing video games and just grabbing the whatever playstation microphone i had hooking it up and like trying to talk to my friends and it being like a pretty pretty rough experience yeah yeah. Um, so i kind of kind of get it a bit um what do you think these like early challenges that you kind of face there do you think they made you appreciate like uh, creating music a bit more or in like nowadays when it's a bit easier and you have more tools yeah no definitely like i think um even just thinking back to that kind of era of trying to make things without really having any proper equipment and just remembering like the the steps of progression of like when i got my first 
audio interface and then when I got my speakers and like when I actually got my my um audio workstation like when I first got Ableton it's like there were so many big steps to take that really just changed everything but it, it, I think it was overall just a good experience to start like doing things very DIY and just like trying to make do because at the end of the day like it is just a learning experience of of working with what you have and and trying to make the best of it so I feel like that's still kind of what I do with what I have now you know I uh I would really agree with that too and like as I mentioned uh previously uh to Will I think when any artist is starting off they have the most fun at the beginning of their journey because they're creating their art because they have the love and the passion for it. Uh, they know they have to kind of be getting like that, like a DIY, like do it yourself mentality with the mm -hmm. tools that they have present. And of course, over time you hit milestones, you hit accomplishments. You're having a lot of fun doing what you're doing, but like those beginning days, as Will said, like it makes you appreciate what you do more, but at the same time, it's kind of like, the small victories along the way that gets the equipment you have now that gets the streams you have currently that kind of plans for the future. Um, when you were kind of mentioning there, uh, the artists that you looked up to on SoundCloud and were listening to, did you kind of ever uh, pitch to collaborate with any of them? And if you did or didn't, who are some of the artists on SoundCloud or even honestly like Spotify and such that you kind of looked up to in the EDM route or the EDM genre rather? Uh, man, it, it's hard to remember. Like, I think some of them would still be would still be doing their thing today that I know of like like uh Virtual Riot and like obviously like Skrillex number 1 back in the day was just like my go-to still is honestly like I love everything he does um and then funny enough like I do remember Panda Eyes being one which is crazy because I ended up becoming friends with him that that was insane because it was like i listened to him before i even considered making music essentially and then to like years later like just be homies with him and make music together is like that that was like one of the most surreal music experiences to have happened kind of like that full circle moment like someone you idolize you actually get to like learn on a personal level mm -hmm. uh they really yeah, enjoy yeah. your they enjoy what you're creating. Uh, you've always enjoyed what they're creating. That's the reason you idolize them. So to like have that full circle moment, kind of like write the chapter in the book, that's fucking incredible. I love that a lot. Um, with that as well, have you kind of ever um, attended like an EDM fest? Like uh, for example, uh, back in 2016, I went to, um, I believe it was called Deadbeats Toronto at TD Echo Beach. And uh, I honestly went, and this is really embarrassing to admit on a podcast, I went to watch Little Dicky perform for 20 minutes because, like, I was like, I was like such a big Little Dicky fan. Uh, oh, yeah. me, and my, me and my friends uh, knew he was performing at like eight o'clock that day. Uh, but like, there was like so many. It was an EDM fest, so there was like Rez, uh, there was Pusher, there was Drezzo, and then I forget who the headlining act was. But like, they they kind of like have the crowd in. Um, very much like they're the palm of their hands like they're controlling the crowd and then um for people who went to see literally a 20 minute set of a rapper compared to eight hours of edm it really opened my eyes to like 
just how much you can like captivate an audience with like sounds especially uh the drops and like like the nice like mm-hmm. interaction with the crowd getting you to clap and everything's so wrapping this with a bow because i kind of feel like i'm over over explaining what i'm trying to get to uh did you ever like attend a festival to spark up any sort of like inspiration or rather would you ever take the opportunity to perform at an edm fest um yeah no it's funny you mentioned because i i really did not go to many concerts in my early years of like making things like even even to this day to be honest it's like i'm just not really a huge concert person um i just feel like maybe i'm kind of picky and uh i would want it to be an artist that i like really really love and like know every song and and so i have been to like a good amount in the last few years like since i've lived in toronto just because it is a lot more accessible um but yeah definitely like when i was when i was first starting to make stuff i i was not going to any kind of festivals or or things like that i i actually remember i remember one year I don't know how old I would have been, but I specifically remember that I was too young, I think, to go. And Skrillex was the headliner, and it was in Toronto. Oh no! And I was oh like, no! God damn! Yeah, it, it hurt me. <laughs> but but yeah, I just I was not really getting out of the house that much, to be honest. That's all right though. Well, at least you get to go now. Hopefully, <laughs> go see him live now. Not not too young now, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have to worry about that anymore. So that's no. Good. So you can hopefully get going there, um, unless you already have, which is amazing. Um, speaking of kind of like not necessarily concerts, but another way of kind of oh, nearly kind of like live performing, getting to see the artist a bit more. Um, in terms of music videos, you already have quite a few there. Um, do you think that like having you on the music videos or other visuals on the music videos, do you think that kind of helps with the make like uh, the song more appealing in any way? Do you think it's more of just like just a little bit of an additive to the song? Do you think it goes hand in hand or is it just like something that goes like along with it on the side? Mm, that's a good question. I, I think I've I've definitely had like a, a hard stance on music videos being a lot more important than artists would think. Because I just think like an extra visual at any capacity like is is very important for an artist, especially like if you're coming up trying to get noticed more. It's just like the more the more things you can have for for a record is like the better, essentially. And so like for me, it's always like, yeah, if I if I have a song and then maybe like a little photo shoot to go with that song so that there's visuals to post. And then it's like the next step is also a video so that you have even more. And um, and then, you know, like just a visual to constantly go with that song whenever you're like promoting it or whatever the case, like I think it can go a long way. And I just, I feel like so often in the past, I've I've watched a music video and the song has suddenly become better to me after watching the video because I, I, I don't really know how it works but that is just kind of the formula of like seeing something you enjoyed and then you kind of just think about the video when you hear the song afterwards and it is kind of more enjoyable sometimes and yeah. so i don't know yeah it, it works in weird ways but i do just think it's 
it's a really good thing. Like if you can, if you can do it when you're, um, you know, like an up and coming artist, like I would definitely recommend, but I know it can be like a lot to ask and a lot of work. And I feel pretty lucky that I've gotten to do the ones that I have just, you know, basically on very tight budgets and because I have friends that are very useful to help me with that kind of thing. That's amazing. Do you happen to have maybe a favorite of the music videos or even just the photo shoots that you've done, like for songs? Is that like, is there like a favorite one that you have? Hmm. It's okay if not. I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think... Um, it's like asking you to pick your favorite kid. Yeah, yeah, honestly. I feel like the, the Red House video was definitely my favorite music video for a long time. Just because that one was was such a good like like I wrote out that whole video and I planned all the shots and then to see it all come together was like it was like looking at my child yeah. in my arms you know but and that that video was like the my like YouTube like trailer when like if you go to my YouTube channel like that was like the video that would show up for everyone I uh I'm in full agreement there. Like Red House is my like favorite music video that you and your team have produced. Uh, definitely. Uh we're gonna get into it later in the session, you. but like I really enjoy how like Red House was like we came to be like FTI and Mindy uh kind of collaborating and like introducing ourselves to each other. Um mm. but uh before I forget, because you brought up a really good point there uh just a little bit ago, was kind of like the team that you have of your friends. Um, from like your brother-in-law assisting and like creating your music videos with like color grading and editing um, and then like Haley Tut with like being one of your main photographers for your album covers and your promo photos mm. I am sure there's a lot of creatives that I am missing here uh, talk to us kind of about your team like uh, do you have a specific team that you go to for everything or kind of different projects involve different people um, I think I I usually do try to like kind of come up with ideas that I know like my my team or my my circle of friends can can really help me with because um yeah it is just kind of daunting to try and go outside of that not knowing if like i'll be able to find someone that can do what i am envisioning or or you know find something that is just too expensive or whatever the case so i do kind of try and stay in my realm with that and um but yeah i just feel like I am quite lucky to have people that can help me usually do just whatever I'm thinking of for videos and photos. And, and it also is just good, like really good to have creative people around in other kind of industries so that you can just get together and work on something. And even if there is kind of like just not really a, a set plan, just kind of like we know we're going to shoot something for this project it is just cool to see like what you can come up with at the end of the day do you uh think it's important to kind of like build a team that can work together to create the vision or do you prefer working with like those creators like one-on-one -on -one as the project's being built i'm not sure maybe maybe more of like a a one-on-one -on -one if it's something specific like um you know i i do like to think that sometimes I don't need to like bug too many of my friends at once for a certain project. Like if there is just like someone that can, that can do it, then it's better to just like limit the amount of people. But sometimes it is like just multiple people. 
you're um obviously pretty comfortable with collaborating with people definitely and uh kind of seeing you collaborate with a bunch of different peoples like just to name a few like wednesday where um where's luna clovers stuff like that obviously like are pretty comfortable collaborating um in terms of like going into a collaboration do you have a specific um kind of thought process behind going to a collaboration or is it more of just kind of like more spontaneous or is it kind of more thought out when you kind of discuss with them yeah like it can it can really vary i think i i definitely would have examples of like both sides of it where it's like a song like keeping you i think i specifically knew like i i was making this this record that i wanted like a female vocalist that was probably going to be amy whereas luna and then and then I wanted like a rapper for like this little bridge part that would be like a beat switch, you know? And then that was kind of like, I was looking for some people and, and I ended up finding Wednesday and, um, and I just thought, yeah, like this is the guy, like this is gonna fit it best. But yeah, like for a song like that, it was like, I knew what the, the collaboration would, would sound like as the finished pro product. Like I, I had the vision for for it more so but but sometimes it is just like a song comes together unexpectedly with some sort of collaboration i'm not sure if i can name one off the top of my head that just like fell together but there there definitely is just instances of like collaborations you did not expect and then they just worked with um when you're like as mentioned uh when you have too many people on a project or like too many people in my for collaboration uh, the saying I say quite often is like, "There's too many cooks in the kitchen on this project," because right. like you kind of have you kind of have like that concept of mind of like where you want it to go. You definitely like want to make sure people are like not like more so like enhancing the vision if they can. You don't want them just to be like adding on to say that you've added something. Um, when it comes to like the photography side or even like the visual art side, like with Dylan Lorman and uh, Brianna Caitlin, for example, uh, what mm -hmm. is their uh, what is their more so creative process in assisting you? Do they bring their ideas to you? Or do you kind of say like, hey, I've seen you shoot this for couch. Uh, do you think you can like take a little bit of what you shot for couch and then uh, implement it into my work? Or do you guys just like know each other and you have such good chemistry that like those questions don't come up because you guys, you guys kind of like just create the vision? Um, yeah, it can definitely, it can be like a bit of both, I'd say. I think we actually... Me and um, Clovers just did a photo shoot with Dylan and Brianna as well for our upcoming project. And um, it was a little bit of like, I we were kind of just both brainstorming ideas, Dylan and I, and, and we kind of agreed on this style that he had already kind of experimented with and that we, uh, we knew would work well for like the style of this project I have coming so so that was kind of just like you know he knew what he could do well and I knew that it would it would turn out good for this so we can just come to a good agreement on something like that but it's also definitely just been in the past like his vision because you know he is a lot more honed in on like the visual planning and just overall style for something than than I am because that is his whole realm you know like that is his expertise so for something like the the couch magazine and that whole photo shoot for my section like that was that was all his idea essentially and it it was just like perfect for 
the um the magazine encapsulating like my whole album theme and everything like so i really did not have like a an input on on what we did there but it 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 was just like completely flawlessly done i think i uh i think dylan is like such a a creative genius i think i've told him that like time and time again over like the last two to three years that i've known him um like honestly every project that like fti has pitched him or i've pitched him rather uh i always have like an idea but like i get too excited on text i'm sure you know this i get like way too excited on text my ideas are kind of like verbal diarrhea but like people can like kind of grab like the important parts of everything and then kind of like oh that's what they're looking for oh that's what fti wants to do uh speaking of the couch magazine um i think the craziest thing that has happened in 2022 by far for me was dylan kind of asking if like fti would take a would be a part of that magazine and i actually have it behind me on my shelf there and i actually look at it like every day um something that is like i look up to so much as a person not only dylan but like couch as the brand entirely and to know like his creative vision saw like fti could be a part of it and like you be a part of it and so on and so forth um i have nothing but a million roses to give dylan because he's like someone i like i'm inspired by he Mm -hmm. uh everything he does and i use this saying a lot like has a rhyme and a reason but i think he also pushes people to make sure like hey you have an idea you can make that explode you can make that 4d this could be the best thing ever to be put out. You just got to like put in the work for it. Um, with uh, inspirations such as Dylan going over to you, uh, every single person obviously has inspirations, uh, whether it be a public figure, certain moments of time that you remember, friends, art, just about anything, uh, who and or what inspires you on the daily. It doesn't necessarily have to be related to music, but just like as a general to kind of like uh, form you into the person you are today that's a tough one i feel like i feel like for me it is just like something that changes so often like inspirations of um other just current music or current artists that i really look up to like definitely that kind of thing just continuously inspires me and um and even just again like my my friends making things and working with with friends on on new music like definitely constantly keeps me inspired as well but yeah i mean also there is just things outside of music like life in general i don't know it's like i feel i'm i'm pretty lucky to be in the place i'm in in a lot of ways and so that in itself keeps me inspired like wanting to to keep making things and and um you know really pursue what I've wanted for the past like eight years or whatever it's been and um but yeah I don't know it's it's tough to kind of really describe I guess it is a a really big like uh it's it's honestly one of the hardest questions to ask but like it's usually for any artist like the question they're asked the most is like what inspires you because I'm not really sure if anybody else would agree with me like I'm inspired every day by things I don't even know I'm gonna like approach that day I'm sure, like, kind of being based mm. in Toronto, like, you uh, you take on the nightlife on a Friday night in Toronto, you're going to see street performers that you didn't know existed, but all of a sudden you look at them and, like, you're going to remember that forever or for a long period of time. You listen to, like, a genre of music that, like, you wouldn't necessarily listen to. You listen to it and then you kind of think, like, huh, how can I incorporate the feeling I felt there into what I produce? Um, I really think it's very important to cons- uh, consistently 
inspire, but also be inspired. So, like, the flame's always going. I know when it comes to, like, burnout mm-hmm. especially, like, burnout is usually, like, the source of not having much inspiration or not knowing what to do for your next step. Uh, do you ever kind of, like, face burnout when making music? Or do you kind of, like, view it as, like, a healthy balance between, like, life, music, and you know how to, like, I guess, balance the two? Uh, yeah, like, I, I definitely experience my fair share of just like a dry spell you know like especially if it is like coming out of a period that i that i was like working non-stop on something like i i even just remember like kind of the period after my my album came out last summer it was just like okay i need to chill for a while because i just like don't have any other ideas and and i think i put out like you know one one single i think low funds came out that summer as well and that was like the only other summer thing but um but yeah it's just definitely easy to to kind of be out of ideas after like a big busy time and um i was in i was in that a little bit like at the beginning of this year even just because it was like working on so many things at once and then you do just have to kind of take a step back and uh and kind of try and figure things out to to go back in and and kind of I guess to me like perfect the projects that I really believe in. So yeah, like that that definitely just happens like pretty often, honestly. Yeah, definitely. Um in those times kind of like when you're not focused on kind of creating more music, is there anything outside of music that you're passionate about that you can kind of fall back on that kind of you can um have a bit more comfort in? Um of course your passion is to produce music but like maybe there's something else that you can kind of fall back on when you're feeling a bit down mm, yeah i don't know it's that is also just always a hard one for me because i i feel like i forget what what else i do besides music but it's like well i guess yeah it's just a lot of of hanging out with friends and and um my girlfriend i'm passionate about her i'm in love with her i hang like out with her all the time with my wife <laughs> I can agree. Oh, yeah. My wife. So yeah, it, like that is that is also just a big inspiration for when things aren't flowing. I think that just will always keep me going. But um but yeah, you know, I guess I I do kind of I see how I maybe just always put myself in the position of like being able to create something at any moment even if something isn't really flowing, if that makes sense, like even if I'm not or like if I'm in a rut of creating something, I am just kind of always in my my setup studio area, just like kind of waiting for the moment, I guess, you know, and it's like maybe I go into my software and mess around and see if anything is is hitting or or I'll just like, you know, work on something else maybe that isn't like um related to like making a full song, like other little projects, like Stuff like that can kind of just keep me, you know, on like a steady workflow, I guess. I, I, I love how you like summed all that up. Like there's so many things I like I pulled from that. Uh, the main one being like your girl, example, like uh, I guarantee the love there is she pushes you not only to be a better person, but like kind of like live your dreams to your fullest with your music. Um, oh, yeah. Do you uh, have like any kind of story about uh, friends, for example, when you told them you were making music or like when you even introduced like how you like make music to your girlfriend or anything? Like, is there any like uh, 
origin stories and what were what were their reactions really mm, yeah it was it was interesting i guess like i i kind of met all of this like friend group from from one friend and and like that's and this friend group is also like how i met my girlfriend so it was it was kind of like they all i think when it happened like i was obviously just introduced to everyone as like this is this cool guy that makes music and so it was like the first thing that anyone would know about me and so yeah i i don't think it was ever like like i knew someone for a while and then it was like a surprise thing kind of thing you know like it would have been like my my leading characteristic which i'm fine with like i think that that is a good one to go off of um but yeah and i guess maybe just like a funny story would be um davis my my good friend who is clovers like he's actually my um my girlfriend's twin brother oh no way yeah and so we're also just like super good homies and i met him like almost two years ago now i think and so but yeah it's like when i met him like he was not an artist like at all like he was he just kind of had always been like wanting to to try making music and then so our friendship literally led to him like starting his career as an artist essentially because he um he just one day was like you know we should really like i want to try making something and then we just started working on stuff and and yeah like i guess it it was kind of just like a an instant kind of uh flow of of us really working well together like making stuff and and him inspiring me as well to just like step outside of my genre and make kind of more hip-hop stuff that i would not have normally done and i really like when stuff like that happens so um yeah that's just been really cool and now we have we have this ep together that's coming out soon and that's kind of been like the past year of us making music these songs oh so. oh, okay mm-hmm. i um what i really what i really uh differentiate if i'm using that correctly is like the milestones you have as like an artist versus like the milestones that like you kind of like uh, this is the worst way to put it so i think i'm gonna have like you end with like when like before you leave earth like what did you accomplish like did you leave the earth a better place and how you found it and i guarantee like uh for that example you know, getting clovers to kind of like uh pursue him want to make music not being an artist he meets someone like you you kind of say like yeah hey i'm here to give a helping hand let's do this together I'm mm-hmm. sure like I'm sure like the numbers and everything are cool but that that milestone I would assume is like triumphant to them all like that's definitely one that you like hold up there that you're able to like create a music artist out of just like a really good friend and it's like really yeah as well no like a hundred percent it's it is literally just a such a feeling of accomplishment knowing that like I could help him so much with getting started and and just seeing the progress like like seeing someone go from like having never recorded anything to like making the things that we've made is like insane you know it's like you can just see you can see every song you work on that that person just gets better and better and so it's like it's just a really cool process to be to be in on and um i am just so proud of of how far he's come and i think is like now we've been making songs that are just singles for him too so that he can get more releases and it's like he does just go off every time like he knows what he's doing 
that's awesome that's so great um that is that's amazing um one of the core memories i have from 2022 uh was when you messaged me or you sent me an email rather about face tattoos coming out and uh you're like hey so like i believe i correct me if i'm wrong that's clover's like first public facing track and your guys's first collaboration and you sent me like i believe it was the full song and it sounded like the like the the lad was making music for quite some time because like you guys really mesh so well the song is like still on my playlist i'm like still spinning it to this day uh so like to have not only just the opportunity to kind of like put that in fti newsletter for the fti community to see but to kind of like that early preview listen and go like this this sounds like this is their like 10th collaboration because like the chemistry right. between you two is just incredible. Um, speaking of FTI, I really am very curious because I know like you and when connect through FTI. Um, and going back to how we were mentioning like how Red House was my favorite music video and kind of a, like our initial starting of uh, mm-hmm. meeting each other per se. Uh, would you say that like FTI in the FTI community have been beneficial to you as a creator, or is there anybody in the community where you've said like i like what they create and like they kind of inspire me to like put my best foot forward and create as well yeah 100 percent. i think like it's honestly like maybe this is just like a you know a safe answer but it is just like everyone i see on there is inspiring just the amount of of um people that are clearly making cool things and just like doing their their thing is just always great to see, you know? And, and yeah, like I've definitely benefited. Like, I think I, I like the way I found Wednesday was on SoundCloud. I think, I think I just, like, I just so happened to see his profile, see some of his songs. And then I noticed that like, we had all these mutuals from, the FDI community. So I, I just didn't hesitate to reach out for, um, for keeping you, I believe. And then, um, and then, yeah, like we ended up working on that and, and we've just really, I think been, been cool since then, like working on designer girl too. And, and just, you know, complimenting each other, like, he he is just another artist that has definitely like honed in his craft, you know, like he he definitely just knows what he's doing. And me and Where's Luna were actually talking about him once, like saying that like, yeah, I don't we don't think he knows how good he is because he's just like clearly goes off so often, but is just like seemingly like unaware of how insane all of his stuff is now maybe he knows hopefully i uh i agree with that entirely like everything you just said about wednesday there like uh when we have like our one-on-one conversations especially like i'm always hyping him up because he's such an incredible not only just a music artist but like a person um him and flixo's mm-hmm. ability to just produce banger after banger after banger after banger and like everything just sounds so well done like top tier five stars and to know that there's such like a genuine soul behind that who wants to see everybody succeed and wants to like work with as many people as he wants. Um, when we were finished recording his session way back when, I remember Will and I were talking and I just said like, I've known this guy for three years, but I just learned so much about him 
that right. makes me respect him so much more as a person because like his personality shines through his music and his music is just fucking like spectacular yeah no exactly i think flixo is another one like just all around great artist producer and i he's another person i would have met like through fti and through wednesday and um we've uh just recently been trying to to work on some stuff together which has been really cool oh and, let's go um, okay yeah so there's definitely just more things in the works like with fti people there's even like there's some artists as well that i have definitely just like kept in in my catalog for reaching out to when i have a project ready for them so yeah like it's just fdi has definitely helped a lot with overall just like fuck yeah connections that's amazing we love to love to see it love to see it um with you with like uh, flixo kind of composing music and then you yourself composing music is there any like potential other like different avenue of um music composition that you kind of want to get into by chance like uh stuff like more like uh more standard like like tv shows maybe commercials stuff like that is there any is that something that you'd ever kind of be interested in yeah i know it's funny you mentioned like i that was like a big consideration of of mine like just wanting to expand outside of you know just the traditional like artist on streaming services releasing music like doing something like composing for um for tv or commercials or you know even like movies and stuff would be like kind of a dream thing i have done i have done like a a good amount of composing here and there just for like um my brother-in-law's like short films and things like that and um and so i i see that as kind of being like my practice for like that kind of realm but uh yeah like i know i do really enjoy that kind of thing it's my biggest kind of like border in that area i think is just like not knowing kind of how to really get in the door of like who to talk to to like get in you know for uh like a commercial jingle writing or like something like that i don't know if that would really be my my realm as much as like composing music for for a show or something like that but um i would just really love to do things like that if i had the opportunities yeah that would be amazing honestly like i can't imagine like being able to work on like even a little bit of film would be super cool even if it's just on the music side um mm -hmm. like even with those short films i'm sure sure it would be super fun um speaking of kind of moving to like the future uh of things in 2023 do you have any like any goals or anything like specifically laid out like is there anything you kind of want to share that you're excited about that you can share obviously um that you're actually able to um maybe more shows potentially you've only done a handful of live shows so yeah i think that that could be another one for me of of wanting to do more live stuff i think i've kind of been in this in this like contemplation of whether i want to do more like live performance stuff like i did with where is luna 
where it was like a very like live band, live vocals, or if I do want to just maybe focus more on like production and production for other artists and kind of like maybe more of like a behind the scenes thing, but also just continuing my own um, independent artist work. Um, but also definitely just like DJing, I think is like something I really want to do more of, especially like this summer that I like, that would be a goal for me right now is just like trying to, to, um, have some more opportunities where I can do that. Like even just for like parties or something like it's just really a fun thing no matter what. Cause I really just love like the process of coming up with like a set list and and making like edits like exclusive edits of songs that i'll only be playing for that dj set you know Ooh. like that is just something i really do enjoy and that was originally like what i pitched for the baby g show in toronto with whereas luna but they were like they were kind of like no we only really do like live performance stuff that is with like vocals and the uh. whole kind of thing but at the end of the day, I'm glad that it worked out that I got to do like that full experience either way. But yeah, I definitely just want to do more kind of DJ stuff. I, uh, I really want to be able this year to like really uh, attend more things, especially being so close to like Toronto as well. So I guarantee if oh, there's yeah. like a show down the line or even just like maybe like another couch pop up where like I know like there's gonna be like a handful of creators that you and i know together or even like mm -hmm. uh, just finally get, getting like the fdi and mindy collaboration actually there i feel like that's one that i really want to push on my bucket list this year personally um and i guess with wrapping up the future and everything we've talked about um this is kind of that ending segment we we repass the microphone to you and uh, you take this time to really just say whatever you'd like to say wrap it up however you'd like uh the floor is honestly yours and uh yeah thank you so much for being a part of this in your studio session because i have learned so much about you and the way your brain works for music for sure yeah thanks thanks again for just having me on here i really do appreciate just being able to uh you know talk about things and and my music and i feel like i don't really post a lot of like speaking like to my audience that often even just on social media. So to do something like this is, is uh, definitely a nice change. But um, yeah, I would just say I got this, this EP coming out with Clovers. Like a, it's a collab EP. It's five songs. And it's hopefully going to be like early next month. That is the, the current Close. goal. Yeah, it's going to be kind of like a little bit of a surprise drop, I think. So this is the exclusive news <laughs> besides Ooh. besides the surprise. But uh, uh. yeah, I also just want to uh, say I got I got this this Patreon page that I recently started. And, um, you know, if you are like an artist or someone who is trying to get started in music, I would definitely recommend checking it out. I uh, I offer like song feedback on there, so you can send me like any amount of music, and I'll just give you like an in depth 
um, kind of breakdown of what I think you should change or do or whatever the case. And I'll also be releasing like this drum kit that I'll be selling pretty soon after this okay. EP, I think. And so like, again, for any producers out there, like I, uh, I think that would be a really cool kind of thing for people to get their hands on. And that'll also be on my Patreon. So, so yeah, just if you're interested in that kind of thing, definitely recommend checking that out. That is actually super cool because one of the things I wanted to touch on, I know it's going too long, so we probably won't be able to get it in, was like if you had any recommendations for new artists, like on like starting out there. But this is a fantastic way I see like for like anyone who's new to uh, yeah. go ahead and like learn and see what they're doing and get some feedback, which is actually fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I know there's there's a lot of also just, you know, free things out there that you can spend a lot of hours watching videos and things but uh i guess yeah like if you do kind of want like a one-on-one experience with an artist that you like this could be a chance to do that and fdi community all of this and more uh, will be in the description of this podcast session of course everybody in the fdi community is familiar we publish every single thing honestly about what a music artist is doing such as mindy in our newsletters and in our social stories so with that being said i want to say stay tuned for the future on there uh you can find mindy on on honestly every single music streaming platform he's still uploading the new releases to soundcloud so if you're a soundcloud user definitely go check it out there mindy once again thank you so much for joining me for the session and uh we hope to have you back on down the line to kind of 